This is Wherever It Takes Us, a podcast about everything. I'm Kim Moran, a life coach, mom, horse enthusiast, and entrepreneur. I'm David Codney, a dad, an explorer, an artist, and a lost soul. We've come together because we're curious about life, what it means to be human, how and why things are the way they are, and most importantly, why no one talks about this stuff in real and meaningful ways. Join us each week as we dive into things that we're not supposed to say out loud. We're not experts, but we're real people. Um, you know, all this stuff that's going on right now, and it's interesting to me because I haven't been the huge guy to sit down and talk about women's rights because, well, I don't know. I mean, it really hasn't really affected me that much, you know, cause I live in, in LA and I live where areas and as much as people talk about women's rights, the fact of the matter is I feel like women have a lot of rights. Right. And so I feel like there's a lot of areas where they don't. But I've never really been this gung-ho women's rights guy. I've talked about it. I've supported movements on it, but I've never really sat back and looked at it and said, this is wrong because I don't know. I mean, it's just kind of like part of it, right? And and so I've never really sat back down to it until recently. And until recently, when this whole Iran thing started going on, where I looked at this and I said, wow, this is crazy. I mean, we've talked about Afghanistan on the podcast. We've talked about a lot of different areas and women's rights and all this other stuff. So it's not that I'm a blind eye to it. And it's not that I'm not a supporter. It's not what I want to project. Up until Iran was the first time I really sat down and was like, this is fucked. And really made me stop and look at this and read about it and really do some deep dive into it because I never really understood the gravitas of the situations before, or maybe I didn't appreciate it before up until I started researching about Iran and women's rights. And it's crazy. It's crazy to me about what's going on. It's crazy to me that there's been 15,000 arrests. Some say 14,000, some say 16,625. There's been all these things. So I'm just going to say 15,000 is a good, good indication <clears throat> because women are refusing to wear a headdress or a headpiece. Hijab, hijab, can't say it right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's crazy to me that women are not allowed to wear sport, watch sports, which is very apropos considering that currently right now, the, or not currently in about a couple hours, we're going to have the U S versus Iran. Right. And we're going to have that in the world cup and how many women are now allowed to watch sports. In fact, you can't watch sports. Even if your husband is watching sports, like if he's playing volleyball, you can't watch the sports publicly, maybe privately at the home, they're allowed to watch it, but publicly they're not allowed to be out and people are getting arrested for this stuff. And this to me seems absolutely insane because take it a step further here. You have to have permission to travel from your husband. If you're up to a certain age and I forget the age and sorry, I should have wrote all these notes down. I say that every time, but I haven't learned my lesson because I, I who I am. It's insane to me that we're talking about this. It feels like the 16th century and it feels even worse on this because I think the more you've traveled and the more you go around or weed or whatever you want to say, the more I've traveled, the more I've been around the world, the more I realize how cultures are, are basically all the same, but we have these little idiosyncrasies that are different. I can understand if it was a, a respect thing to wear a hijab, right? But it's not, this is a law. And if you take it off, you're going to be arrested on this. Now there's death penalty coming up 
for people that have been arrested and protested and really haven't done that much wrong in the big scheme of things. No, let alone, we're not talking about, we're not talking about someone here who is, they've protested, they've, yeah, maybe thrown things at people, get it, got it, but that's not, that's not warranted for the death penalty. And now there's a ton of people coming up for this. And the whole thing seems to be very extreme and not at all. I don't know why more people are not talking about it. Here's a question for you. This has been going on for a while. Why is it all of a sudden? And it's not just in Iran. I mean, we, you mentioned Afghanistan too. But why, why all of a sudden is this thing blowing up? For me or for the world? For the world. And then for you. I don't know why all of a sudden it's blowing up for the world. Um, all I can say is I think women are having a movement right now where a lot of things are being in question, right? I think you 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 stack on all this stuff into this, right? You, you stack on U.S. leaving Afghanistan and all of a sudden women are going, it's going back to Sharia law and women are getting forced into marriage and raped and going back into it. That's first, right? That becomes national, international news, right? There's international news now with these arrests going in in Iran. There's international news on Qatar and World Cup and how women don't have rights over there, how recently you weren't allowed to drive if you lived in Saudi Arabia. I think this was three years ago, four years ago, recently, that women are finally allowed to drive. Um, basic voting rights. And I think it kind of brings back all this stuff where ignorant me, ignorant American over here, truly on this, I assume certain things are inalienable rights for people right? That are all over and you figure it's, it's allowed to go all over the world and it's not. And I think, why is it now? Well, all of a sudden you have more media attention to this. You have, even in the U S you know, we have, we have all these, um, and abortion rights are coming out. So you stack up all these issues on top of each other, and then it becomes a news cycle that's feeding into each other that just won't stop. And I think now it's, it's, I don't know. I don't know if maybe the big media companies now have stopped. Like there's a bunch of white old men and there's not white old men anymore. And there's more women up there. So now you're hearing more women news. I don't know why all of a sudden this is a groundswell movement and you're hearing more about it, but correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like recently in the past two years, you have heard more women's rights. It is more women's movement. It is a news cycle that keeps going on, perpetuating itself, the dog chasing its tail almost that I haven't heard before. You're right. These issues have been going on for millennial. Unless I'm wrong on this, but it has been for a long time, for generations. So why now? I don't know the answer to that question. I just know that now it seems to be more pervasive or at least the, 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 the news cycle is more, the information is more now. The fervor behind it has more, more drives, more gumption than I've felt before. And for me, as a white middle-class male who never really understood it before, truly calling it a spade a spade, what it is, why am I talking about it now over anything else? That's when I start to peak. When, when I start questioning this stuff, that's when I start knowing, okay, this is something, right? When it's hitting me now, now I start seeing the groundswell because I'm usually the last to know on this stuff. I'm just, I'm a, I'm a little bit of aloof. I, I don't know about that, but... Um... But I remember the first episode we recorded together was about women's anger. And you were very surprised to hear my experience with, with anger. Yeah. Um, I, 
Yeah. I don't know how I feel about this. I mean, obviously I support women's rights and the rights of LGBTQ people and, you know, countries. I, I, you know, really what you do is you see these kinds of egregious actions on, on the part of government in countries where, you know, fanatical religions are happening. And I mean, even in America, right? Like the, the most, the white national Christians, whatever they are in this country want to repress women. Mm -hmm. And it, you know, um, the Ayatollah wants to repress women in Iran. I mean, Iran used to be so cosmopolitan and women were in education and in all forms of, I just question. I I mean, it was, it was almost like the hippie. It was the hippie era of, of the Middle East almost up until a certain point, up until that regime took over. I mean, it was just a very progressive country. I think that there's a tension between somehow there's something to do with power um, and women's threat to power. I, I don't understand it myself. And I guess the question I would ask these religious leaders here or abroad is like, what are you afraid of? What I don't understand is we're talking about a population where let's just say, I don't know what the actual population mix is, but for the most part, I would, I would be hard pressed to find out that the world population of men versus women, it's not 50, 50 or some iteration of 40, 60 or somewhere around there. Right. I don't think it's that far off. I don't think it's like 70% male, 30% female. I think it's 50 male, 50 female, or somewhere around that, give or take a couple percentage points. Would you agree with that? I don't know, but I'm looking it up. So keep going. Great. So you look at all this and you see all these leaders, right? And it's not like these leaders have disrespect for their mothers. A lot of them privately love their mothers or part of their mothers, see mothers as a, as a matriarch of the home. So it's interesting to me to see all these people talk about this, um, even if they had bad relationships with their, with their, with their mother, for the most part, the mothers were also seen as the kind, the gentle ones that were going in. They always speak about it positively. Why would they not want that in society? Why would they want to oppress that? Why would they not want to bring that out where they think the males are all part of it? I don't get it. I don't understand it. Maybe that's because I live where I live and I am who I am and blah, 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 and the experience that I've had. So I have a different view on this, but I just don't understand how women, I just don't understand how you can get behind the fact of women are being jailed for protesting because they don't want to wear a headpiece. And more importantly, now they're jailed. Now the protesters are going, I mean, they're jailing journalists in there for, for, for outing this stuff. They're jailing people and, and there's opportunity for the death penalty. I don't get it. I don't get it at all. I, I I'm just so baffled by this. Well, here's the thing you, I want to give you the details. So it's roughly equal. There are, um, 102 men per 100 women in the Great. world. So it's like okay. 49, 50. Exactly. Exactly. Um, my question is if you believe like in Iran, in Qatar, in China, if you believe these things, what's the problem? So just let it all out. Like, why do you have to kill people for telling the truth about something that you believe? If you believe it, stand behind it. You don't have to kill people for telling it. 
it's so it's it's a it's a weird thing. I don't even know if that makes sense. It makes sense to me. It's like if I believe that dogs should live outside, I'm not going to be like, Shh, don't tell anybody that I believe dogs should live outside. I would oh. just be like, yeah, dogs live outside. What's the problem? I guess my point to this is we're not talking about some one or two percent of the population that's fighting for rights here that are just being oppressed. We're talking about half a uh, half of the world population. I mean, that's the part that's that's the part that's really hard for me to wrap my head around here. We're not talking about some kind of uh, you know uh, lizard worshiping uh, religion sect of like Patagonia that there's 200 people in there that are being oppressed by the rest of the world and bombed out because we're talking about half of the world's population. It's baffling to me and it's baffling how, you know, you don't, I never, I say you don't, I never really understood how people could get behind Nazi movements, how people could get behind a lot of these movements, the the crusades. I never really understand how a lot of these, these issues happen because I'm kind of like, you know, listen, at some point it just didn't make sense, right? It just, this stuff didn't add up. And then you start realizing half of the world's population is oppressed in some way or another. And there's still not enough strength to overthrow the other half. There is, but, but the, you, but but the you problem see, is you have to, yeah, but you have to come together. You have to unite and the, all these ways to keep people separate. It's just, but it makes, when you're talking about half the people in the world and then right allies. So it's maybe three quarters of the people of the world. If we all got together and rallied, it, it's such a powerful thing. I know you're thinking that we won't do that, but I, I just, you know, I'm just ba- I'm baffled. The more I read about it, um, the more I, I I'm just I'm really confused. I'm I'm really confused. I'm just uh, it's it's wild to me, Kim. It's wild. You know what I love is that we've come from the first episode where I was like, I have to be calculated about my anger and you're totally d- didn't even know about this to now going, I can't believe half the world population is oppressed. Well, I mean, For but me, that's such a that great shows. thing. Yeah. It shows, it shows, it shows not only, you know, the whole thing, but it shows a level of um, maybe I didn't understand before. Maybe this is it. Look, I'm not patting myself in the back. Like all of a sudden I'm like, I'm a woke individual, but I'm sitting here saying like, you know, this shit wasn't part. It wasn't in my radar before. It really wasn't, you know? And now I look at this, I'm just, I'm truly baffled. I'm baffled how this stuff is still going on. It's interesting because we're talking about, you know, oppression on a grand systemic level, but I, it makes me think about how, people, and I'm going to say people because I'm not discriminating against uh, gender, stay in abusive relationships. You know, why do people stay in abusive relationships? And I think that what you're starting to see in terms of like a global sort of uprising and and courage is, is two things. One, these ideas of worthiness and, and are, are permeating. And two, the idea that if this is what life is like, I don't care. I'll die because I don't want to live like this. Mm. And it's it, it's really interesting. 
It makes total sense. Well, David, let's let's keep our finger on this. This is a sort of a an interesting energetic shift happening in the world. I would agree, but it's not just Iran. You know what I mean? It's it's so no. many other areas. I think Iran is in the spotlight right now because of everything that's happening. But the fact of the matter is, there is equal, if not worse, oppression going on in other areas that are all based on women's rights. And I think it's all of this should come out. I think this is a groundswell that needs to keep happening. I don't want to focus just on Iran because I think if you focus just on Iran, it kind of falls to the wayside. I think it's more or less it's a women's right issue um, in all facets. And until it is considered equal. You know, it's it's really, it's just interesting to me. Well, I think that the women of Iran, you know, facing death um, to speak up in, is an inspiration to women all over the world to say if they can do it, maybe we can do it too. And I think that's that's the beautiful thing about information. I would agree. I would agree. Let's get somebody on here and talk about Iran. Yeah. Okay. But it's going to be difficult, I think, because I think a lot of people still have ties back in Iran and they don't want to talk about it. But we'll find we'll find a couple of people. We could have them on anonymously. Ooh, I like that. Anonymous. Yeah. All right. Good day. Good day. If you liked wherever it takes us, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Share the episode with someone who you think would like it. Leave us a five-star rating and write a review. We appreciate it.